Hey everyone, and welcome to the Hearts Unglued podcast. This is a weekly podcast where I invite guests or go solo and dive into topics that are hard, ugly, and are often hidden in our lives. Life as a late teen and young adult in the modern world as a Christian is anything but easy, and no topic here is off the table. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hearts and Glue podcast. I'm here today with Brittany Allen. Hi Brittany. Hi everybody. (laughs) I just need to say before we even start this podcast that Brittany was the first person to ever tell me that I need to start a podcast. Really? Was that? I don't remember this. Yeah. I was like in my car on the way back home from something and we were on the phone I remember I was sitting in my driveway and we were talking about Jamie Ivey and this must have been like the summer it was like May yeah it was a long time ago oh and now look at you I know (laughs) that's crazy so yeah you were the you were the start of this whole this whole train (laughs) I'm proud (laughs) you should be but yeah, I remember I was sitting in my driveway and I was telling you how much I hated working at the lumber yard. And then I was like, I just want a life like Jamie Ivy. I just want to do podcasts and talk to people. I know it's a lot of work, but, and you were like, I could see you on a podcast. I and I was like, remember this now. Yeah. I think I was with you. Like, didn't I like drive you home someplace? And Maybe. We sitting, yeah. We were sitting yes. in your driveway for quite a while. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We weren't on the phone. You were with me. And then you're like, you definitely have the voice for a podcast. And that's in the wheel. You do have turning. a voice for a podcast. <laughs> like I've listened to some of your stuff already. And like, let me just say your voice sounds really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Brittany got sneak peeks because of that. Yeah. This is the last day we we reveal everything tomorrow. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. A new year tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I'm stressed. Do you You're have stress? I, I'm stressed. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like it's 2019 is starting off like it's starting off with a bang. With a bang <laughs> of me revealing this podcast. It's so funny, like, because I posted this stuff like on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, something big is coming. Well, well, like, I'm just trying to build suspense so people pay attention to me for once. Yeah. <laughs> like, usually it's just like, here's a picture of my dog or like some food that I've had. Like, no, I get like seven likes on things. But ever since I've posted, like, people want to know like what it is. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to like consistently like build anticipation towards it. And like now that I it's... So you've had like a oh, countdown going on. I like, have. Two more days, I have. One more day. So... I it's stressing me out but it's gonna be great it's gonna be so good it's gonna be what I've listened to so far (laughs) I had had faith in you when I suggested I know you wouldn't have suggested this if you didn't have faith Mm -hmm. so yeah Brittany got a little sneak peek and everybody else has been waiting my hands are sweating just talking about you do have like a hot beverage I do have a hot tea but I, I think it's in addition to the hot tea, yeah. the idea of tomorrow and like just people hearing my voice. Yeah. Oh, one time, one day, it was my, my taste of fame. No, I've Your had two tastes. Taste. I've had two tastes of fame in my life. One, I was, I was two <laughs> and the, or maybe three, the Red Wings had won the Stanley cup. Okay. And my mom grew up in the small town Hamtramck. And for some reason, the Stanley cup, like ended up in Hamtramck like they were like touring or whatever it is like right by Detroit so like maybe it was just like one of their stops but they also to be really cute to put me the only like baby kind of in the crowd I was like two or three in the Stanley Cup 
So what? there's pictures of me like on the internet. You can like find it. Wow. I'll show it to you after this. You're so cool. But I'm <laughs> sitting in the seat. I look pissed. <laughs> like, I I like my mom's like it was like hot that day. Like it was in the summer. Yeah. And it was hot. They put me. I'm sure the Stanley Cup wasn't like cool. Like it was sitting mm-hmm. in the sun. It was probably burning my butt. And oh, I, I just up. I wasn't crying. It's metal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I sat I sat in the Stanley Cup. That was my first taste of fame. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second one I wrote in college for this like article thing. I don't remember what it was some website, but I wrote about the Red Wings again, weirdly. I'm not like a diehard oh, hockey fan, but it just so happened both of them had to do with the Red Wings. Um, my family is. My aunt wrote for the Red Wings and she has a book out and everything. She was like one of their journalists or whatever. So like my whole family is about the Red Wings. I I like the games and stuff, but I'm yeah. not a diehard fan. But I wrote an article about like five reasons the Red Wings are the best or whatever. And within like 24 hours, like 1,300 people are had shared serious? my article. And I was wow. like, and that's probably laughable to some people, but I was like excited when like seven people shared my article. Yeah. And I remember I was like at the bar that night with my boyfriend at the time. And I was like, I'm going to see how many shares I have. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if it was like over 50 or something? And it was like 700 and something. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then by the next morning it capped at around like 1300. Wow. So, okay. If that happens tomorrow, I'll be like (laughs) just laying on my floor, freaking out. (laughs) That's a lot. I don't know if I've ever had like a, a moment of fame like that. No. No, this this might be it right here. Like, <laughs> so, this might be this it. This might be it. I remember, like, I think I was, like, in the first or second grade, and, like, the news, like, someone from the news came to my school, <laughs> and they interviewed me, and I remember being so excited about, like, this interview, and, like, I was going to be on TV. <laughs> they cut it short. Stop! Yeah, I gave them, like, a solid two or three minute, like, interview, and it was, like, 30 seconds. It's like, what did you think of this event? It was good. That's all it was. That's all it <laughs> Oh, you were so excited, too. I know. Yeah. Good old Wisconsin. Good old Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, you're not from. You're the only one so far, I think, that I've oh. interviewed that's not from Michigan. Okay. I feel honored. You're from Land of the Dairy. Dairyland. Uh, America's Dairyland. <laughs> I didn't know that until you told me that. Really? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea what I just assumed, was... like, everyone knows that. Like, I mean, like, our, like, hats, like, our national hat is, like, those cheese wedges <laughs> people wear on their heads. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it just, maybe I'm the only one, but I never knew that Wisconsin was dairy land. I am very impressed with that. It was kind of a taste of fame when you got to dance as a carton of milk. I, <laughs> actually, no, it, it's even better because I was, like, dressed as a milk carton, and I'm, like, doing the polka on stage. <laughs> And I still remember that was skim milk. I was you were skim milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. How old were you? I was in second grade for second that. Grade. That, was, that was the second grade Holy Martyrs musical. <laughs> it was Wisconsin's 150th year as a state. <laughs> so it has an homage to the state of Wisconsin, where like little Catholic elementary school decided to do a like. <laughs> A whole musical dedicated to the state of Wisconsin. And my class's like numbers that we like, we did our state dance, which is the polka, dressed as milk cartons. <laughs> Wait, your state dance is the polka? It is the polka. Oh my gosh. I'm sure there's video of this somewhere. But then we sang like that song that the Beatles did, you know, I love you, yeah. yeah. 
but then we just changed the words a little bit, so it was like, I love milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we were dressed as milk artists. <laughs> Polkoing. Polkoing. No, that was, this is post polka. Oh, this is post- yeah, polka first, and then we sing milk. Oh. <laughs> so much i can't Wisconsin say that's Sarah. your taste of fame that's it right there Yo, if that video ever goes viral like <laughs> that's like youtube gold right there <laughs> that's so amazing yeah i just sat in the stanley cup you got to dance as skim milk yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting so do you have anything exciting planned for 2019 Ooh, i'm like i'm ready for 2019 like 2018 was kind of a tough year so mm-hmm. I'm just, like, kind of here, like, New Year's Eve, like, just ready for 2019 yeah. to start. Yeah. So, I really want to use this year to, like, work on myself, I, or just, like, dedicate it more to myself. I Ooh, feel like I like the last years, like, I've done that to an extent. Like, I have never, like, neglected myself, but I have put others, like, before me, and, like, yeah. I've gotten hurt because of that. Yeah. So, this year, I just wanted to be, like, working on me, do something for myself. Oh, kind of excited about that. I'm excited. Yeah. That's fun. Looking forward to it. I, that gives me anxiety because I'm a two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're a nine. I am a nine. You're one of my fellow nines. Do you remember when you were like, when you were, you diagnosed yourself as a nine? No, I took an Enneagram test and it told me I was a nine. I knew you weren't one. I knew you weren't a nine. I know. You and Kelly were like, you are not like us. (laughs) You are not yeah. a nine. Yeah, our friend Kelly is exactly like me. So I'm like, yeah, I, she's a nine. But like, <laughs> I don't know how like this Rachel girl is. Like, she's like a nine. She is not. And I'm not. And now that I know that I took the correct test and I'm a two, I am a strong You are a two. two. 180 million percent. I know. I know. There's this Instagram that I found that like is it the enneagram and coffee one i I love that one but i found another one really that is just memes or not memes like it's like parts of like tv shows and stuff yeah and it's like it like puts it like with a like different enneagram number and it was like i was dying yesterday like here i have to read one you'll yeah please you'll like it (laughs) there's one it's leslie nope and it's for nines and it says, I am having so many thoughts and feelings that I am paralyzed right now. <laughs> and I sent it to Kelly. And Kelly said that her hands get numb when she no. starts to panic. And she's like, this is me. I've totally had that happen before. Where it's like, I know I have to do something. Like, even if it's like, I just had to go to the grocery store. To, like, this is today. I had to pick up, like, stuff for a party tonight. And I had to go to the grocery store for it. I don't know why I was getting anxiety about that. <laughs> but, like, it took me a solid half hour to get out of my bed to, like, be like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and, like, get out in the world and do this. Oh, my gosh. What about this one is John Mulaney. It's a quote by him. And it says, hey, you could pour soup in my lap, and I'll probably apologize to you. <laughs> Relate to that on, like, a deep level. <laughs> and then this is the last one I'll share. But this is a type two. So this is me. And it's Leslie Nope and Anne. And Anne is talking about Leslie and she said, everyone needs a friend like Leslie. They can call and wake up in the middle of the night. Leslie is usually already up and often she's already on her way over. I have done this. Yeah. <laughs> I have done this. We're like, I am always up or always ready for a phone call, even if I'm sleeping. And then as <laughs> soon as somebody's upset, like I have gotten into my car and I'm like, you're they there. didn't even invite me over. And I'm like, I'm, I'm on my your, way. I'm in your driveway. <laughs> I do that to Kelly all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Every time she's upset, we I'm like, I'm in your driveway. We all need a good two in our lives. So <laughs> it's sometimes a lot, but it's okay. Yeah. It's I'm all right. <laughs> I could do some me time. It's okay. <laughs> I have been loving the Enneagram, just like in finding out like what my friends are. Because I yeah. feel like I n- can like understand them better. Yeah. Like things that, I feel like that too. Yeah, things that like I like be like, why are you why did you do that? Like why did you <laughs> do this this way? Yeah. But like I can understand like now that they're probably thinking like they're yeah. feeling the situation differently or they're thinking about it differently. It makes me like take a step back and like realize that they process things differently. Like my mom's a one mm-hmm. and I just found that out. And literally the other day I was so frustrated with her and I just go, you're such a one. (laughs) She's like, what does that even mean? I'm like, you don't even, I just, it's fine. This is just how you're processing. But it's, it definitely makes you take a step back and realize that people don't all process the same. Yeah. That's funny. I was like just in Wisconsin visiting my family and I'd say like, I have uh, two brothers or a brother and a sister. So two siblings. And then, you know, my mom and dad and like, Four of the five of us are nines. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. Like, cause I, I think I'm more aware now because of the Enneagram. Yeah. Like the other nines, the three other nines in our family, be like, where are we going to go for dinner tonight? And like, they'll be like, oh, where do you want to go? We need to just choose. Like, this is a problem. Like, we just have to choose something. This is a circle of nines. Like, you never go anywhere yeah, because you never nobody can ever decide it's like, yeah. where to go. Yeah, That's it, like, whenever me and Kelly go out, and she's a nine. And I'll do this to you too now because I know that you're a nine. Yeah. And a few of the other nines of my life, I, we will walk in the restaurant. And if it's seat yourself, I'm like, yes, I'm mm-hmm. going to help you because that's what I do. And I'm not going to decide. And I just look at Kelly and I go, you can choose. And she goes, just like, don't, don't do this to me. Where do you want to sit? Where do you, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> where do you want to sit? And I'm like, I'm not choosing. Like mm-hmm. I, I have preferences of like where I would sit, but I know Kelly needs this. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make you choose. And I just watch her start to panic. <laughs> I've literally parked my car and I'm like, we're not going anywhere until you decide where we're eating. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'll start to do that with you too now. Yeah. You're welcome. Or just like give us options. Like that really helps a lot. <laughs> like, do you want Chinese food? Do you want Mexican? Do you want... Just all the options are not good. Yeah. Like just everything. Like narrow it down to like four or five options. Gotcha. Yeah. Note to self. <laughs> so other than being a nine, who is Brittany Allen? Ooh, okay. Uh, so I'm in my late 20s and I currently work as a civil engineer. So I'm a female in the civil engineering world, mm-hmm. engineer world, which is like kind of interesting, I'd say. Um, just getting a different perspective. And... Mm-hmm. I think what else like what do I, what do I <laughs> it's like a nine thing like <laughs> who, am who I are you yeah um I like photography do you I do actually. I didn't know that I used to be like super into it <gasps> yeah, I, I have like a all like the camera gear and stuff what happened I see I think like with the advent of like the iPhone yeah my first iPhone like a few years ago and it has, like, a very nice camera on it. So, right. Like, I just, like, am so used to having that that, like, I'm not grabbing my, like, DSLR Your actual camera. Yeah. You should get back into that. I would love to, actually. You should. Yeah. Do it. That that can be one of your things yes. for 2019. Work on myself. Work yeah. on yourself. Get back into photography. Yeah. I like I'll that. model for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get you some, like, 
some stuff for your website. Yeah. yeah. Me and Kelly went to my, like, she was like, get in the car. I'm taking photographs of you. Cause like you need content for like yeah. your website, whatever. Literally we have maybe six serious pictures. Like <laughs> I don't know what to do. I think, ever. I think you sent me a snap like yesterday before <laughs> of like one of Kelly. <laughs> and her eyes are huge. I just keep zooming in on her. Yeah. <laughs> So you can definitely yeah. do photography. We can make a list. Yes, I like that. Actually, okay, so, like, I turned 30, like, at the end of 2019. <gasps> I know, oh, kind of, my gosh. Scary, like, are you going anywhere? Are you staying here? I want to here? do something. Like, um, I don't know if I'll do, I don't know if I'll, like, travel for my 30th birthday. But, yeah. like, I want to do something cool this year. I'm looking at possibly Iceland. Oh, so, I've heard that's so cool. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. Some, like, like cheap flights. Like yeah. $300 flights. Like well, I've heard, to Detroit to No, Iceland. I've heard to go to Ontario and then fly out of really? Ontario and it's like even cheaper. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Which is like an option for us since yeah, we is, live in Michigan. <laughs> that's always an option. But yeah, I've heard that it's like a lot cheaper if you fly out of Canada. Okay. I think like I saw something online that it's like $109 or something like that. Are you serious? Yeah. They have, like, they don't want the Americans. They want the Canadians in <laughs> That's Iceland. Like, for real, though, if I travel abroad, and I probably sound kind of Canadian, <laughs> we then I can get count. away with it. Yeah. yeah. That, like, I'm just going to have to tell people I'm Canadian. I'm, like, closer to Canada, especially now that I live here. Yeah. Like, I am not far from Canada. It's, like, probably, a half-hour drive. probably sound a little bit Canadian. I think like, I do. We could, we could I, there are certain words off. that I say that are, like, very Canadian. Like, I say sure instead of sure. Oh, yeah, that is Canadian. I say that all the time. Yeah. I always say sure. And then, I don't know if this is Canadian or just weird, <laughs> yeah. but I always say eggs. 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 I, a lot of people here do say that. I've I don't know it. if it, I think it's a Canadian thing, but I'm not, I'm not going to blame the know, Canadians like, for that. It might just be yeah, me. Yeah, because like, I, I noticed that after I moved from Wisconsin to here, I've noticed a lot more people say eggs. I, <laughs> we say it weird. Yeah. And then there was something else that I was saying. The other day, and somebody was like, "Why do you sound like such a youper?" And I was like, "I don't know." Also, do you know what a youper is? Of course, I went to school. In the oh UP. yeah, that's right. You yeah. went to school in the UP. Of I didn't know what a youper like, was until like I'm two kind years of, ago. I'm a youper. You are a youper. Yeah, like I would like to have that in my title as a person. Brittany, Brittany Allen, civil youper. engineer slash youper. <laughs> yeah, I would like that. I mean, you lived there for four years. Four and a half. Four and Actually, a half. I was a super senior. Yeah. So you, you're, I think yeah. that qualifies you to be bit. a youper. I've never even been to the UP. Are you serious? I've been to Mackinac Island and that's it. I am very disappointed in you. I know. Do you want to like, go? It is literally God's like gift to earth. We should go. We should go. This summer, I, this summer, yes. we can make a trip of it. I really want to go cliff diving. I know a few places. Actually, like I was a pretty shy kid growing up. Uh-huh. And like, I wasn't outgoing at all. But like my first week of college up at Michigan Tech, that's where I went to school. Um, some friends were like, we're going to go cliff jumping. And I'm like, okay, it's a new, new Brittany. <laughs> I'm going to do this. So like my first week of school, I went cliff jumping oh and my I called my parents like that night and they're like, who is this? <laughs> I joined who like the pep you? band after not playing like an instrument for like four years. I played oh like gosh. beginning band in the sixth grade. I feel then... like I should have cliff jumped before I started this podcast endeavor. It's yeah. like a cleansing to a new human. I'll take you this summer. Okay. Yeah. No, for real. We have to go. Okay. We'll, we'll make it happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So other than being a youper. Kind of a youper. You're a youper. I'm going to call you a youper. Yeah. I think I sound more like a youper than you do though. Probably. I wonder if you, if anybody's listening eventually from not Michigan, 
Yeah. Tell me what I say. Yeah. What do we sound like? Do we sound like kind of Canadian? Do we yeah. have an accent? Because like, I feel like, like when I moved to Michigan, people told me I say some words really weird. Really? Yeah, like, I think we bang. just say things weird. Oh, right. Isn't that weird? I hate it. When no, people just... say bagel, my skin crawls. It does say bagel. Yeah. Bagel, not bagel. Do you say bagel? No, no. But like, <laughs> if you just have referring to like a grocery bag, like people. Oh, will... you do say it weird. Yeah. Bag. Bag. <laughs> interesting i'm trying to remember. there is one other word that i say weird but i don't remember what it is it'll come to me eventually eventually yeah. or i'll just say it and then i'll be like oh there it is <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is so you were shy in college i was shy in high school i feel like college was when i kind of came on my shell yeah so I know you're not a very shy person. Not anymore, but like I used to be. Like I was kind of a loner growing up. Yeah. So I feel like though I like I met you when you were already established. Like we met at church, and like yeah. you knew everybody at church. So that was like me coming into your environment. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're like still shy if you go into somebody else's environment? I think I can be, but like I feel like I get over it a lot quicker than yeah. I used to. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm more I'm more comfortable with like new situations than I used to be. Right. I get weird in new situations. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like a lot of people are shocked by, but like I hate small talk. Yeah. Okay. I hate it. I, so yeah, I, it. I don't know. I just like crumble when it's new situations. Hmm. If I like don't know a lot of people, if I know like one person, mm-hmm. like I get real, I, it's not even me anymore. <laughs> I don't know who that girl is, but like by the second time, like I go in a situation like that, I'm okay. Yeah. But it's so weird. Well, it's funny. Like, I feel like, cause I have, I feel like I've changed so much since like, you know, going off to college that like people, like I've always been an introvert. Like I've always needed, yeah. needed alone time that like, I'll meet people here now and then like six months into like knowing them, they'll be like shocked that I'm like a, an introvert. Right. I think I'm an extrovert. Like not I an extrovert. But all. you are one of the ones that opened my eyes that an introvert or extrovert is how you recharge. Yeah. Not how you socialize. Yeah. And that's like, I, yeah. I like being social with people. Yeah. But like it drains me. I think it's like a lot of people say they're not an introvert when they are like yep. there's a lot less extroverts in the world than there are there introverts is. yeah I think that's true and especially with like how many people say that they're an extrovert mm-hmm. like my brother I just convinced him like not even convinced I just revealed to him that he is definitely an introvert and he has always said he is an extrovert because he is a very like when you're with him he is like will ask you all the questions loves talking mm-hmm. like is everybody's friend but he cannot do that like for hours at a yeah. time like even when we go on vacation we like just know like he needs his own space mm-hmm. he needs his own thing like he'll go ride a bike by himself he'll go like do something by himself and I've had to learn because I am the complete opposite where I like recharge by being around people like I, I know that about you so like hurt. I noticed like sometimes you're alone you'll just like give me a call yeah I'm like, yeah, I'm, like <laughs> she is a like classic textbook example of, like, I am if I'm like alone too long I'm just like who can I talk to who can I call like who can I talk to in a while like I'm gonna use this time to... I, think, I feel like I very rarely like call people just to call them because like that's like I feel like <laughs> You know, especially as they've gotten, like, older and, like, I'm in the working force now. Yeah. I'm, like, learning how valuable time is as a resource. Yeah. Because, like, you just no. don't have as much of it. So, like, any, like, you know, spare time I do have is, yeah. like, 
I'm going to like sit at home. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to, you know, I'm like, who can I call? Who would I talk to in a while? Like, yeah, I'll scroll through like my text messages. I'm like, who have I not heard? (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I would get like insulted a lot until like just recently that I like realized that like people recharge differently. Cause I was Mm -hmm. like, it's so natural to me that like I can go for days without being alone. Like, the, I am like the t- <laughs> your face right now is like disgusting yeah. <laughs> like the idea of being in like a cabin up north with like 20 people when it's supposed to house six for like two weeks is thrilling to me see you had me up until like you said like in a cabin with 20 other people like going to a cabin by myself or like with one other person that I really like that's care about, fine that's like bliss to me no I am like the more the merrier pack them in like sardines like mm-hmm. my happiest times growing up was like when we go to the cottage and the parents were like in the bedrooms and like me and all my cousins, like, and some of our friends were up there and like, we'd all just have like sleeping bags, like lined on the floor and like, just the more the merrier. Like, that's how I am. So I was always insulted by my brother when like he would go off on his own and I'd be like, why don't you want to hang out with me? But like, then I'd attack his recharge time and then he'd be forced out of his recharge time. But my parents to like hang out with me because he hurt my feelings. And then it would just, Oh explode. Gosh. I actually legit have a confession and like so if any of my family hears this, I apologize <laughs> right now for this. But like so yeah, I was just back home in Wisconsin for a week and I was supposed to meet up with one of my college friends. Yeah. And she texted me like two hours before saying that like her and her like baby are like sick, so she couldn't meet up. And I didn't tell anyone. And I just went <laughs> instead I was like told everyone, yeah, I'm still gonna hang out with Allison. Right. And I instead went to Marshall's. <laughs> I went to a coffee shop. It was oh my god, so great! I just, just hung up by yourself. Being around people like the whole time, mm-hmm. I like needed that alone time. I bet I actually thought about you really, like when you were like posting all of your Instagram, Snapchats, and everything that you mm-hmm. were like out of town and like with family. I actually thought like Brittany's gonna need to recharge because yeah. all of this stuff is you. Well, that's why I came people. back a couple days early because I'm not going back for, to work for a couple days. So yeah, I came back just, just so I can chill. like not do anything tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. That does not sound enticing to me. <laughs> so excited for it. <laughs> it's so funny. Like even like I take myself like to coffee shops and stuff. I do love like doing that, like mm-hmm. going to coffee shops, whatever. But like after like two hours, I'm like, all right, who wants to meet up? Who wants to see me here? Or even like as soon as I go. Yeah. I'm like, can anybody come? And like, no, if nobody can, it's okay. But like I'm still like in community, like just being with other humans yeah like sitting in my apartment it's hard to live alone <laughs> this is the first time I've ever I'm, lived alone and I miss it because like, I've, I've had roommates for the last few years and I yeah. miss like I used to have my own apartment and I miss that yeah so. oh no I I love coming home and somebody being there I don't even have an animal I was supposed to get a cat and I forgot I should have gotten a cat <laughs> yeah I, I remember that when you were like possibly I was like totally gonna get a cat and then it just didn't happen I wish you, yeah, I wish you had gotten I think cat. I need a I cat. I could be like, have a cat on my lap right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be amazing. I know. I should get a cat. I love a dog, but. I played with cats, like, almost every day of this break. And really? my parents don't even have a cat. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, went down, like, have... like, next door to my aunt's house. Like, she just got a new kitten. So, Aww. I played with that for a bit. I played with my cousin's cats. It was, like, a good trip when you get to, like, hang out with a cat every day. Yeah. So. My parents' dog, I have to bring her to something eventually. Yes, I, I have it's to. It's so fluffy. She is so cute. Yeah. Like, literally the cutest thing. I mean, she's had the cone of shame on. She for has a the while. cone of shame on right now. So, <laughs> she, it was so funny because, like, we walked in and, like, 
we had to take her to Christmas Eve with us because mm-hmm. she can't like be alone for like too long. She still got like a little puppy bladder. So <laughs> we took her with us to New Year's or to Christmas Eve. But she had the cone of shame on, so, like, it was pretty sad. She couldn't play, and there was another dog there, and she loves other dogs, like, Mm -hmm. loves to play. And she was so sad because we, like, wouldn't let her play and because she, like, has her stitches and everything. So my little cousin, he's 18 or 17, so, like, he's fine. But he (laughs) looks, yeah, he's just younger. So he looks at her, he's like, what happened to her? And I just go, I blurt out, like, among the whole party, I go, her womanhood was took from her. <laughs> and my mom just, like, looks at, like, gives me a look, like, okay. And I don't know why, but like, I feel like that happens a lot in your family, like, your mom giving you love. <laughs> it really does. All the time. I, like, make my mom, like, it's, she doesn't know how to handle me. And it's always so funny. Like, I have made that woman cry from laughing on so many occasions, but then also I make her give me the look all the time. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you saying these things? Like exclaiming that our dog got her womanhood taken from her <laughs> during Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to bring her around sometimes. She's Please do. so I cute. Really her Instagram that. hashtag is graced by Gracie. Oh, I so far. You have up. to look her up. Yeah. I should make her an Instagrammer. I think you should. She's so cute. She's I have a lot so of friends cute. that have been making like Instagrams for their cats and dogs lately. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a she's thing. like, she's a maniac. Yeah. Like she like, is never tamed for anything, mm-hmm. but she stopped biting. That's good. For a minute there, I didn't even want to go over there because yeah. she was like the little sharp puppy teeth. She would chase me around and like bite my ankles. So she doesn't know like that these are actually weapons. And I know my ankles were bleeding the last oh, time that no. she was like doing that. They're like dripping blood. And she, you could see it's almost like she's laughing mm-hmm. by like running around in a circle and trying to bite my ankles. And I'm like, dad, get her off of me. But. She's okay. She's mm-hmm. good now. Now she's cuddly. She's older. So, for the whole reason that we're here, yeah. <laughs> what is, let's see, what questions do I want to throw at Brittany? Mm. I'm excited. <laughs> what is like your most distinct struggle that you faced as a young adult, especially going into your 30s now? Ooh. You have a whole yeah, I've field like the, of knowledge. I have all my 20s to like, you know, think back on. Yeah. I think, I think what, she kind of gave me some prompts before this, like, just start thinking about what I want to talk about in the mm-hmm. podcast, and I, at first, like, I had trouble thinking of stuff, and then I started, like, questioning, like, do I'm, why am I not seeing, like, God moving in my life, but then, like, I started thinking about it, and there's so many situations that, like, you know, when I first moved to Detroit from Wisconsin, and, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to have community, there's so mm-hmm. much uncertainty there. And now here I am, you know, five years later, and I have this amazing community. I actually really enjoy living here. So, like, just question, like, there's all these situations, like, now that I'm in, at the end of my 20s, I can see how God brought me through it. Yeah. So, I guess, like, you know, something I struggled with is just, like, can God actually use the situation? Yeah. Can God use you know, even like the hard stuff, like a death of a loved one or, you know, a breakup, can God use that for his good? Mm-hmm. And how would that look like? And here I am now at the end of my 20s and God <laughs> has used it for good. Yeah. What so. are, what do you think are some examples of like looking back? And- yeah. There's some like big ones. Um, When 
it's actually like so a little bit of my background is I grew up in a Christian home but it never really like it was pretty like we went to church every week and it just we did it because that's what we always did as everyone yeah. before you know like my grandparents did that's what all my aunts and uncles did so it was really never like my own and like I really got to the point in high school where I'm like this is like actually stupid like right. why, why am I wasting my time with this and I was really excited to go to college and not have to like you know make my own decisions mm-hmm. and you know I when I went to college I wasn't my intent was not to have church be a part of my life yeah you know, I was excited to go to go out of state for college and not have to go to church on Sundays yeah and I didn't for like you know most of my first year but you know I kind of had like a come to Jesus moment just through some like mutual friends that I had um you know my during my first year that kind of like led me to the Lord and yeah you know I had my come to Jesus moment towards the end of my first year of college and it was great like right up right away and um yeah I feel like we all hit that spiritual high when we like you know, whether we, whether it's right when you come to Christ or when, you know, maybe you go to a retreat or something, you mm-hmm. always experience that high. But I kind of like had that high like deflated really fast because during the summer, um, right after I came to Christ, I had my uncle pass away. Like I had known like he had prostate cancer. So mm-hmm. we knew like, he was probably going to pass away that summer. So like that was hard. He was like my godfather. And then like a little next week we were sat down for like family dinner and we got a call that my cousin had passed away very oh my gosh he was 18 oh my gosh so yeah so that's how like the beginning of my second year started because this is like kind of in august of yeah you know that year and then like throughout that year i had you know a high school teacher pass away that I was close with i had my grandma pass away oh my gosh so i literally like came to christ and that was on this big high and then went into this like really dark year mm-hmm. you know it looked like maybe one of my aunts and uncles was going to get divorced one of them did get divorced <laughs> so it was yeah. just like no, nothing good was happening that yeah year. i was going through like i made all these like really great friends my first year of college and like i was going through a lot of like friendship rifts i'd say during my second year of college yeah. so it's just I I went into this like really dark year right after I came to Christ mm-hmm. but I think like in a way so getting back to like your original question like what are some examples like that year was like so hard and like with it being right after I came to Christ I was like that whole year I was questioning God why are you like putting me through this like right. I'm like I'm like a new like daughter of yours right <laughs> like, why like are I you just doing got this? here no and um, but I think like it's in those dark moments that God can reach reach you the most. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that really hard year right after I came to Christ, I just like dove into my relationship with God even mm-hmm. more. So I think like now, you know, eight, nine years later, I can see that, you know, there is pur- there was a purpose that season. Like it was not easy and like there's like I'd still wish I could have my cousin back he was was only a year younger than me at the time so yeah it was kind of hard to like it's his death is still like hard yeah but God has used that he's brought like our family closer together because of his death Mm -hmm. and then like during that time like of really digging into God and my relationship and leaning on him I that has set my my faith walk up for I think it like just gave me a deeper foundation yeah and just gave me like I'm in a better place now because of that season right 
So. Wow. That's a lot like thrown at you really quickly as a new believer. Mm -hmm. Like, and what's crazy is that it's so easy to be like, God, why are you doing this? But like that stuff was happening, like whether or not you were a believer, like God isn't like, Oh, you're a believer now. I'm going to like have all these people like killed. Like Mm -hmm. that's not how he works, but it's so easy for our brains to like turn a situation into like, oh, it's God's fault because why would he do this to me as soon as I've become a believer? Mm-hmm. But instead of you like running from that or like running that way, like you definitely, I feel like pull the reins back and then you were like, wait, I can use this yeah. to strengthen my relationship with God. And I think it really helped too. Like you and I are both involved in a young adults group called 1829 at our church and like, that's, like, a really great community of people that will point you to Jesus. Yeah. And in college, I was involved in a campus ministry. Mm-hmm. And I just had some really amazing friends that rallied behind me at that time. And yeah. like, they were the ones, like, pointing me to Christ. Like, yeah. they were the ones that saying that this, like, God's not punishing you. Like, yeah. This is, like, it, everyone's going to go through hard times. And, mm-hmm. like, they supplied me with verses that I could, like, turn to and ones that still bring comfort today. Yeah. That's so, that's so, so, like. Other than community, was there, like, anything else that you did during that time that, like, helped keep your strength in God? I think because um, I was a pretty new believer, I had never, like, read a Bible. Like, that summer (laughs) that, like, the death of my uncle and cousin happened, I bought my first Bible. Okay. And I I remember, like, that fall and the spring of, like, that next school year, just, like, always having my Bible in my backpack. So, like, wherever I was, I could, like, I had, like, you know, a half hour before class started. Mm -hmm. I'd be on campus, like, reading it. Yeah. And just, like, studying the word. And, like, that really helped a lot. Because, like, just through that, like, through my own study, I, like, discovered some verses that really brought comfort. Yeah. So. Interesting. I like that. So how did that, like, manifest itself, like, from, like, then you, like, had a big relationship with God. Like, what was, like, the next big, like, rift, like, in your life was it moving to Detroit um see I feel like there was like that year and then there was like the implications of that year because I was also going through like, a lot of like you know risks with like friendships and like yeah. insecurities with like guys yeah during that time so like guys I feel like, are the worst <laughs> I know, <it's> so bad. <laughs> but I feel like my third and my fourth year like although like they weren't easy like my especially like 22 is like a good year it was a good year for yeah me. like just like having all these like big breakthroughs of mm-hmm. like you know becoming like coming to know who I am as a person yeah and um so yeah like I'd say like they don't like big rifts I'd say but like like I just value like my third and fourth year of college so much because I feel like I came to a, an even greater understanding of who mm-hmm. I was and then like yeah I'd say like the next big thing that happened was like in my life was graduating college and I graduated college in 2012. And at the time, like a lot of industries hadn't fully recovered from the recession. Yeah. So there were a lot of like companies not hiring. Right. I had a lot of friends that were still looking for jobs. And um, so I graduated like a semester late. So I graduated in December, 2012. So it was like 2013 when I, you know, was looking for a job and like, I, graduated didn't have a job so like right. that was just like so much uncertainty like yeah the that's first so half scary of, first half of 2013 <laughs> yeah like I remember like me and like my one of my good friends like we both graduated the same semester and we had these like this 
big like plan to travel throughout South America. Oh my gosh. Like neither of us had jobs. We like ended up not doing it because like we were just like scared of the uncertainty that came out. Like, you know, what if someone like calls us for an interview while we're traveling? Right. So we never did it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That sucks. Yeah. Maybe maybe 2019. Well, yeah, we've been up for it like every year since then. Like uh-huh. starting in 2013, we've taken a trip together. Okay, cool. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, but just that whole season was so like so much uncertainty. I remember like yeah. so many times like falling on my knees. Like I had moved back from my parents at this point. I was like mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, and I'm like I don't even know where I want to go. Like it's funny because like when I was in college, I had this like vision of my life. Like what about yeah. like post college and Honestly, Detroit wasn't part of it. I was like, that was not, <laughs> right. like, I did not want to like move to Detroit. I wanted to move to Minneapolis, Minnesota. But, really? Yeah. Why? Really Is that like Mall of America or I, something? I hate malls. So like, no, it's not the Mall of America. That's like all I think of whenever I no, think of a city. Really cool, it's a really fun city, actually. Really? I don't believe you. It is really, it, <laughs> well, it's a fun city. And then I'd like it just to sounds just, cold. It is cold. I will like it just I'm not gonna diminish that. It is very cold. But like I like it because like my college is about four hours away from where I went to um from my parents' house. Yeah. And that was like a good distance because it's like it was like I could go home for a weekend if I wanted to. Yeah. And like Minneapolis is about four and a half hours from my parents' house. Okay. So that was like a little bit like I like the distance, how mm-hmm. far it was mine. I wanted to move to a bigger city. Gotcha. So. Bigger than Detroit? <laughs> or just different than Detroit? Just, I mean, I was, I came from Green Bay, Wisconsin, which right. is like, it's like not a very big city. I think it's like right. 100,000 people. Really? Like, it's not in Green big. Bay? Yeah, no. Isn't it's, that like the biggest, one of the biggest cities in Wisconsin? It's like the third largest. <gasps> There's like nobody who lives in Wisconsin. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what did you, like, how did you stumble upon Detroit then? Actually, it's funny because, like, like I said, it was just that last semester of college and then the first, like, you know, January, February, March, I was getting some bites. Like, I was getting some interviews mm-hmm. and somewhere in Minneapolis, somewhere like in Milwaukee. And then it kind of came to the time of, like, April, May. And that's, like, when, you know, the graduating class of 2013 would have been looking for jobs. Yeah. And that's when I there started, like, getting a lot more um, interviews. Yeah. But at the time, like, I was like, I was so discouraged. I couldn't find, couldn't get interviews. I was just like literally applying everywhere. Like I was like applying in Seattle and Dallas and all these places. Oh my gosh. Actually, like the week I flew out for my uh, interview in Detroit, I also flew out for an interview in Atlanta, Georgia. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. So like, I mean. We were lucky enough to snatch you up. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I'm happy I got Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) It's all ended pretty well. But like. It's funny because, like, but with the exception of that job in Atlanta, all the jobs I was getting interviews for were in the Detroit area. Weird. So, like, I'm even at that time, I'm like, God must be telling me something. Yeah. Like, maybe there's something in Detroit. So, how did you feel like while you were moving? Were you just like, this isn't Milwaukee or Minneapolis (laughs) or whatever it is? No, like, like, honestly, my mindset at the time when I moved to Detroit was like, okay, I think, like, I should spend at least two years at my first job. Like, if I, like, leave within a year, like, that's not going to look good. Right. So, my intent was to, like, stay there for two years and then, like, move to Minneapolis. Oh or, like, move gosh. to Do Madison. you still want to move to Minneapolis? I mean, if God brings me there. Like, this is, like, I love Detroit, but, like, these aren't my roots, you know? Like, yeah. I don't, like, I have friends here. I don't have any family or anything like that. So. Yeah. 
Do you want to go back to Wisconsin ever? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) The dairy farm is not calling your name. I love it, but like, I feel like, like, I guess I was saying before is, you know, the person I was in high school, I was very like insecure, very um, kind of a loner. Yeah. And I feel like whenever I go home, I kind of revert back to that person. Gotcha. So like, I feel like the moment I moved away, I like, and got my independence, you know, mm-hmm. away from like my parents. I really flourished. Yeah, you're a so, good adult. Yeah, thank you. You're good at that. being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel it. So, what did your like faith walk look like during the uncertainty of not yeah. having a job or anything? But I feel like I feel like, again, like just like that that year after I came to Christ, where yeah. it was so hard. That uncertainty is when I turned to God the most. Yeah. And like when I first moved here too, like I started a job at a company and within the like day four of the job, my boss called me into the office and was like, we're just letting you know, like so far three of the people in your department have quit. <gasps> and like within like two oh weeks, like everyone besides one other guy had quit. Oh my so gosh. Like, even like the situation I got hired into was like, and I went through this period of uncertainty to like. I just upended my life to move to Detroit and I decided right. an apartment. Like I, I just signed a lease for an apartment. Like what is going on? Like yeah. this job isn't like turning out to be like what I thought it would be. So Wow. How long did you stay? Did you stay there for two I years? I stayed there for four and a half years. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, I've so, been at my current company for about a year. Yeah. And like, I'd say I never found my groove at that old company. Really? Kind of weird. But you stayed there for four and a half I years. Stayed there for four and a half wow. years. But I think it was because like, and like maybe this like is what helped me with my faith walk was I feel like so many times people feel like I get in conversations with like young professionals a lot and mm-hmm. it's always like all we talk about is like their jobs and whatnot. Yeah. And I think what I learned during that time was that you may not be like actually doing what you want to be doing. Like mm-hmm. I knew that job I wouldn't be there forever. Yeah. But everything else outside of the job was so good. Yeah. I had like started a small group. I had, you know, invested in like a couple different communities because I had went to a different church before the Mm -hmm. one that we're currently at and I'm currently at. And so I had like invested in community here. Yeah. And that was like worth it. You know, like the job, even though the job wasn't ideal, everything else was great. So I couldn't complain and like. You know, whenever I like would get kind of down about my job situation, my old job situation, I would like turn to God during that. And like, I would always see like, you know, but everything else is so great. Yeah. Like like, you've provided me so much already. Oh, yeah. So how do you think it would have looked like this whole, would this all have played out like similarly, like without God in your life? Or do you think it would be? I think it would be really different. Yeah. Um, You know, I... I feel like when I went off to college and like right away, like even when I wasn't following God, I still like kind of flourished. Yeah. But I had a lot more tendencies towards depression at that time. Okay. So I think like kind of going through, especially like, I don't know, like what I would have done that year after coming to Christ without yeah, God right. or this whole situation, like the whole moving to Detroit. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done without God because I think... Like, he helped me through that. Yeah. So. Do you see, like, any circumstances that just has, like, God's fingerprints all over it? Like, looking back. Oh, 100%, like, the moving to Detroit. Yeah. Totally. And I think, like, like honestly, 2018 was kind of a hard year for me. Just, like, I'd say, like, 
and like nothing bad happened like no like didn't have a breakup didn't have like a a family member pass away but a lot of like just internal processing okay that was really hard and I'm like I know now that like God's hand is on this yeah because I had gotten into like a slump of not turning to God Mm -hmm. like and, you know, there would go weeks without me even opening up my Bible or my Bible app. And, mm-hmm. um, like, praying wasn't my first, like, thought when something wasn't going my way. Yeah. Or, like, when, like, I just, yeah, I wasn't praying as much as I normally had. Yeah. For, like, a solid year or two. And then kind of going through 2018, like, that's what brought me back to God. I'd say. Right. And um, so, like, even, like, I'd say, like, the theme of 2018 was just, like, even though it was kind of hard, like, it brought me back to God. Yeah. And, like, I kind of, that's why I feel like, you know, it's New Year's Eve today, heading into 2019 tomorrow, I'm just really excited for the possibilities because I know that God's hand has been working on my life. This I'm, like, year. really excited about 2019. Yeah. I'm like, excited. I don't know why, but I feel like, I feel like it's such an energy also, like, for some reason, like, I don't know if this is because I'm a new believer, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I've known you less than a year, which yeah, is it's crazy. so I insane like to me. For, like, a long time. <laughs> but, like. I feel like a lot of the people who are believers around me and even like other podcasts I listen to, like everybody has like 2019 is looking good. I, I, feel, I just, feel I don't like know why it's going to be my year. I like, feel like I that too. I didn't have this feeling about 2018. Like I, was I don't remember going into 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what did I do? Oh my gosh. Last year mm-hmm. I made my dad pick me up from a bar oh, and I, I was crying. About this. Yeah. yeah. What is different? New like Year's one year Eve, but one what? year exactly ago, just, yeah. I was crying at a bar, drunk on tequila, and made my dad <laughs> pick me up. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah, what a good crazy. dad. It's crazy, like, how <laughs> one year can change so it's, much. It's so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I Like, it's so crazy, like, how much God has, like, changed my life. And I was talking to a friend about this this morning. I'm like... I'm so excited for 2019 because like just within the past, like since I would say like May is when I went like full on running at God. Mm -hmm. Like I figured out, like I found Jesus and like in February of last Mm -hmm. year. And then I was kind of like teetering with the idea and like taking baby steps towards him until like around like the end of April Mm-hmm. it's like the first time I went to church and then it was just like full speed ahead like yeah I just like knowing you in this last yeah. year you have, like I'm it's just so impressed so crazy like, but like my hands are sweating again because the idea <laughs> that like this my life has completely changed yeah like within the past like few months just of like knowing God like he has a whole year to work with now mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is he gonna do like I'm no, I'm like so ready for it but at the same time I'm panicking yeah <laughs> But I think it'll be good. But yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of positivity. I, I'm really, I'm really excited about 2019. Yeah, me too. It'll be 2018 had a rough start for me. Yeah, but we ended up pretty good. We <laughs> ended up well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not partying at the bar every night anymore. Yeah. So quite, quite the change. Quite the change. And here you are, like, I mean, one year ago, did you see yourself starting a podcast? No, not so. I didn't have anything worthy to say a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always like, I remember when I started working at the lumber yard. So it was like about this time a year ago. No, maybe it was in the spring. I remember walking into a Starbucks 
thinking, like I was on my way to work. I remember I'm going to be late because I go to Starbucks, but I don't care. <laughs> like that's the passion I had for my job at that point. And I like walked into Starbucks and I remember just thinking like, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't what I want my career to look like. I want to like do something with public speaking. And I've mm-hmm. always had the desire to do that ever since I was a little girl. I used to give speeches in the shower. Oh, like, you're so cool. Like, <laughs> just the more I get to know you. You're just saying, oh my God. So cool. Like, some little kids like sing in the shower, just shower because that's all they're doing. But like, yeah. me, I would have the shampoo bottle in my hand, <laughs> pretending it was a microphone, giving inspirational speeches. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> So I feel like that was like the beginning of like something starting to turn. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this, this isn't right. And like, I did believe it got like and got at that point, but I was still like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, you should do a podcast. And then I spent <laughs> months telling God all the reasons I shouldn't. <laughs> but you're doing it. But I'm doing so. it now. I know it was, it was getting so like. I feel like I was telling God for so long, like, that's not me. That's not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and everything was just like, I didn't want to. And then people like other people besides you were like, you should do a podcast. It was like so random. Like Mm -hmm. these people would say this stuff. And then I was like, no, that's just weird. Like, that's just a weird coincidence. Literally from like the beginning of November until I recorded my first episode, like I couldn't go a day without it just flooding my mind that like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I don't know. It's like (laughs) when I moved to Detroit, just like, yeah, everything was Detroit. Like all the interviews I was getting, like God's trying to tell you something. I know. And you don't always like it. I like doing this. This is fun. I'm just scared. Tomorrow yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm so oh my excited gosh. for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to be like, and I'm going to like my aunt's tomorrow. I don't even know if she has internet at her house. Like she lives in the country. You'll have to like do that here. I'm going to have to like reveal. It's going to be interesting because like it's going to be around 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like have everything come out. And then, and then I'm going to reveal everything. And then I'm going to go into a like, place with no, no service. So like you'll have like. <laughs> later like like what is happening yeah like who is saying what so she might have like internet at her house or something but she lives like I live in the country and she lives like a half hour north of me wow so that's the country that's that's the country like I drive in any direction and I'm on a dirt road yeah the other day I my GPS took me down dirt road at night and I cried no way (laughs) I started sobbing because like one of my biggest fears in life is like being on a dirt road at night with like, there's like two fears here. One's logical, one is completely illogical. I'm really curious where this is going. <laughs> like, there's so many scenarios in my head right I now. I have one fear is like when the trees line up directly next to the road. Mm-hmm. Like that is the most un ideal situation because like first I'm just afraid of like a deer running out and like me hitting a yeah, deer. Okay. Like that that's idea logical. is scary, but I think that's pretty logical. Like nobody yeah. enjoys that. But then the second one is just, like, seeing the silhouette of a human, like, down the road. <laughs> <laughs> like, that seriously. Have you ever seen a silhouette? No, but it's because I always turn around as soon as I'm on a dirt road. <laughs> like, at night, like, oh, the idea of it. 
interesting. I hate it. Like, I don't know what happens after that. That is kind of an interesting fear. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. Like, literally, I don't even know who I become, like, once I turn. So, yeah, my GPS had me turn down a dirt road the other day. And, like, the trees were really close to the road. And it was nighttime. And it was kind of foggy. And it was rainy. And I was like, this is the perfect setup for me to get murdered. (laughs) Like, if there is ever a night that it was to happen, it's right now. That's like, yeah, I just, that's like, it's an interesting fear. I stopped. It is not good that I live here. Like, I am surrounded by dirt roads. Surrounded. It's eventually, it happened the other day. And I turned around. I made it like five houses in and I was like, nope. And then I'm like turning around these people's driveway and I'm like, what if, what if this is how it ends? I've never had a fear of like dirt roads, but like basements freak me out. Really? Oh my gosh. Like my parents, they have like, their basement is like finished and it's like partially like, it's like a walkout basement. Mm -hmm. So it's like not even like a creepy dingy basement right. like it's finished and it has like, and you, furniture and stuff and you don't and like it, it still creeps me out I don't know I just like yeah like you say like if you feel like if you're ever gonna get murdered it's gonna happen on a dirt road I think Yours it's is in a ha- basement it's gonna happen in a basement I just like oh and then I read something that was like your illogical fear it was like some stupid Facebook thing it was like your illogical fear is how you died in your past life and I was like oh <laughs> you died in a basement then yeah you died in a basement I died in a dirt road wow it's scary not that I believe any of that stuff, but yeah, it makes some sense as to why I'm so irrationally scared. Dirt road. No, I like I also run fog. Up, I, I hate fog. If I'm like in the basement by myself, I like run up the stairs. Really? Like, I do what I need to do and run up the stairs. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. I don't know. I live in a basement. This is kind I mean, this of is a basement. Like, it's kind of. A There's basement. windows, but We're I'm like, half underground. Half underground. I think that helps. <laughs> <laughs> There's windows. We can't, but no, because it's a walkout. Yeah. Your parents is only half underground it too. It doesn't make any, but this is like your main living space. Like their That's main true. living space is above ground. That's so. true. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on yeah, my podcast. My pleasure. I am sure I'll have you back again since you were kind of like co-creator of this. I hope to be. In my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so happy new year. This is all coming out. You'll probably be in a few weeks that you'll hear this, but. I'm super excited for everybody to hear and see everything that I've been working on. I will put all Brittany's information on her Instagram post. Make sure to give her some likes and follows and positive comments and stuff like that. Um, Give me a follow and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks, guys.